Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where we bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle, nephew, and I'm son, and we're talking bears. There we go. There we go. Well, unfortunately, unlike the losses that felt like wins to me, this loss feels like a loss. And it was the Lions. And we're not ever supposed to lose to the Lions. Man. And, and and not taking anything away from the Lions. The Lions have had their moments this year. The first uh, few games, they were the number one offense. Um, then they played decent defense for a couple of games. But they're the Lions. They, they're inconsistent across the board. Um, we failed to win that game. I mean, we totally... When I say we failed to win, immaturity caused that loss. You know, immaturity on the defense's part, um, immaturity on QB1, that that pick six, man, that was immaturity. You know, he's running around, throw the ball out of bounds. You broke the pocket, throw it away. Live to, you know, like he, he said it, I'll never do that again. Good. Never mm-hmm. do that again, because that's a free seven points to the other team. It, it, for what would have been the value if Komet had actually caught the ball? Five yards? Right. You know, right. maybe a first. You know, come on. It's, it's, that was You couldn't see. You got three guys chasing you. Just get rid, Just throw it as hard as yeah. you can, man. Hit a, give a fan a, a souvenir. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Give a fat man, you be you make somebody happy. Yeah, Justin threw me the ball. I mean, yeah. I think I think when you see plays like that, though, that's hero ball. He's he's clearly about to be sacked. He had two dudes hanging on to him as he let that ball go. Um, and he tried to weave it over Hutchinson, who was the number three overall pick this year or something. <laughs> number to drop two it into the basket, uh, number two, <laughs> yeah. So to drop it into the basket for uh commit you know that's that's hero ball and i think we've seen steadily uh, a decrease of him playing hero ball and seen him just accept what the defense has given him take the short check downs take the completions that's why you've seen his numbers start to go up in that uh in that respect but i'm, I'm not super worried about that pick man i'm not gonna harp on that uh- I'm not worried about it, but the, the, here's the danger. And I, I see the danger and I see why that happened. We're asking him uh, to play some hero ball. We're asking him to be that Allen Iverson. And we're asking him to go out there and, 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 you know, be the guy that gets first downs like crazy. I mean, literally his first down numbers are, are off the chain for anybody in, in, in the NFL. I mean, yeah. You look at Justin on third down this year, just for the whole year, he's run 32 times on third down in what, 10 games. So that's three times a game he's running on third down. He's picked up 290 yards, averaging 9.1 per, and he's got 24 of the 32 first downs. Phenomenal numbers on third down. This is phenomenal like guys throwing the ball again, I'll go back to this, that Garrett, Jarrett, not Jarrett, um, um, Bill's quarterback. Josh Allen. Josh Allen has the highest per pass attempt. It's like eight yards per pass attempt in the NFL. 
Justin's getting nine yards per run on third down. (laughs) It's better to have him run on third than it is to have Josh Allen throw on third. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or, Mm -hmm. or Mahomes or Brady. It's it's you're in better shape if he's running on third down, but, but with that said, he's still got to be able to dial that back to this is not the time for that. Right. This yeah, is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that that's tough. That's tough. And, and what we're asking him to do is, is really insane. The fact that he is doing even half of what he's doing is frankly like astonishing before the season, we looked at what polls had done setting up this offense. And I think the sentence was something like, uh, he's basically throwing Justin Fields into the worst situation possible and saying, okay, if he can succeed in this environment, then we know he's the guy. That was like his kind of personal test for Justin Fields, it looks like. And man, like when you look at what he's, the success he's had in the face of that kind of adversity, it's really, it's really just astonishing that he's able to do that much. And you still see him cutting down on mistakes week to week. You still see him cleaning things up with his footwork, cleaning things up with his throwing accuracy, his mechanics, his processing, all of that. You see that improvement, you know, basically on a game to game basis. So as far as not being worried about the pick, like I know it was a bad pick. I know he was playing hero ball, but I also know the kind of guy he is. He's not going to take that line down and that I know he thinks about that more than we do. Hey, let's let's look at this though. He was 12 of 20, so he only uh attempted 20 passes, only threw it 20 times. 60%, not bad. Um 167 yards, so he's 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 uh, uh on 12 throws, so he's getting uh was it about 13 yards a toss, mm-hmm. right? Um two touchdowns and the inevitable pick, right? Um on the ground <laughs> He's getting 11.3 again. This is the second week in a row where he's averaging 11 yards per carry, which is, I mean, that's ridiculous. He he basically, every time he carries, it's it's almost a guaranteed first down because <laughs> he's averaging 11.3. I mean, to be like, <laughs> the boy came back after the pick, man, as gruesome as the pick was and untimely, was a terrible pick. Man, he came back for a one-play touchdown. My God. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. And outran the guy who picked sixth him. He right. he crossed he the field, came over in front of him. I think he faked it to somebody, him. and he was like, "Yeah, I'm gone." <laughs> Man, one Man. one snap, one play, and that, and I that's to me that's who Justin Fields is. You get what I'm saying? And I expect him to be that guy. Um, even though I expect him to cut down on the mistakes, but just that attitude of needing to make up for it. And when he had, makes that mistake, he wants to come through for his team and, you know, make up for uh, for the mistakes that he made. So, I mean, I think that's great attitude to have. Um, of course, he's still learning. The pick was disgusting, man. I'm not going to lie. Pick, the pick something, in me, something in me felt like, okay, this is your boy. Y'all went to the same school. Maybe you just throw him a bone. And he's like, all right, I'm getting it right back, though. <laughs> I'm going to take it right back, but I'm, 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 I'm going to give you one. Yeah. yeah, and when you when you look at it, I mean, when you flat flat out look at it, first of all, that that he's, I, I don't want to be, I don't I don't want to overstate it, but you know, this reminds me of watching Allen Iverson and Michael Jordan play basketball. They were just so much better than everyone else they were facing that it was just like, are y'all playing the same game? Because you know, eleven guys on the defense turn around. And, and look at this guy when he's breaking loose 
from uh, 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 what the 39 yard line yeah. and this dude is gone i mean Damn he's he, he's he's parallel with you and the whole defense is in a panic they're yeah, like oh like, my we're all yeah. facing the same direction running and we're in a panic and, right. and you know then when they try to use two men to stop him from getting in the end zone on that first touchdown and he lowers his shoulder and puts all 235 pounds into old boy. Yeah. And uh, that was a safety getting He knocked out. that guy out the game. And that boy's out. He's out now. Yeah, he did. He's he in concussion him. protocol. Look, he killed him. <laughs> that was a safety. That yeah. was a safety. That wasn't yeah. just a regular corner. That was a 210-pound safety. He He's supposed him. to be the heavy hitter. He put the safety yeah. in concussion protocol, man. Like, that's rough. After... After he broke the tackle of the defensive tackle, yep. right. at the same yep. time, while he was breaking that tackle, juked Aiden Hutchinson, the second overall pick out of his shoes, outran everybody, and then put the safety in. Who is this guy? This guy is hey. like Captain America. Man, or, I don't know what the safety was thinking about, but did you see his face on the contact? He was like, no, oh my God. no, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> he laid there. <laughs> If you watch the replay, you'll see Justin Fields gets up and the safety is just still laying there, like not moving, just like man. Uh, nah. When like you look at it, I mean, you, on the flip side, think about that play near the end of the game where the three guys sacked him, and you yeah. know he was just like, "I'm not going down. I'm not going down." Then all three of them got together yeah. to throw him, and it took all three of them. Yeah, and they I blew mean, the whistle. They blew the whistle. They blew the whistle, and they still threw him. That should have. Flag should have come out, but yeah. you know, I was gonna it, say, didn't get him down, man. Yeah, boy, it's tough, man. But let, let's, tough. I mean, quick review on our offense. You, you're talking about the what did I like? Um, number one, obviously, Justin was phenomenal, but here's the good news Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery both over four yards of carry, David nine for 37, Herbert 10 for 57. Um, <laughs> EQ was. Two for nine, he's four and a half. We had five running backs, five guys run the ball, everybody over four yards of carry. You know, again, we still are a dominant run. And we saw some really great run blocking, just really freaking good run blocking. Mm -hmm. And they got Aiden Hutchinson's out there and some other good defensive uh, uh, in their front seven. And we were just like, man, we were manhandling them on the line. Yeah, it makes Over. me not really want Alex Anzalone. Um, here's a question though. Uh, Khalil Herbert now on injured reserve. All of that kind of responsibility falls on Demo. Um, he hasn't looked that great in a lot of his action this year. Um, the system, you know, it was always kind of a question: Is he going to be able to succeed? Um, you know, with this style of running, run to the outside, try to cut back, find a hole. You know, as we pointed out earlier, he's more of a power back, relies on making people miss in tight spaces and inside the inside the tackles. How do you think he's going to do for the rest of the year? I'll take that. I, I'm going to say I actually think he improves because, you know, the, the one thing that you always see with power backs as the game goes on and the hits go on, they their numbers grow. You know, you give a power back eight carries he's probably walking out of there with 50 yards. You give him 20 carries, 
he's probably got 150. You know, it, it, you know, the next 12 carries, it start. People get tired. Uh, um, you know, like 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 my buddy, my my buddy, his his dad played with Peyton, and his sentence is, "Dude, you you don't mind tackling some of these guys like once or twice." But you want me to go tackle that same dude another four or five times? I'm tired of this. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to tackle this guy eight times in a game. It, I'm in a lot of pain, and I'm tackling him. You know, right. like old boy that tried to tackle Fields at the goal line. Yeah. <laughs> Next time he sees him coming, he's probably gonna be like, "Well, that's a touchdown." Right. <laughs> so how do you? So how do you think that impacts our offensive flow if we don't have? you know, that extra running back who's that talented that can share that load and provide some of those explosive plays. Do you think we go to a more pass heavy uh, attack? And I, I think that, I think one, the, 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 the rookie backup is going to get a chance, you know, and he's got a flash. He's got to show, he's got to be lightning. He's supposed to be lightning Ebner. And he's got to be lightning at the same time. Yeah. You know, if we're giving the running backs 20 carries, uh, Montgomery's going to get 15, 16. I can see Montgomery getting a hundred yards a game while he's out. You know, it's just a different hundred yards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they both get about 10 yards when they carry the ball, you know, it's a different hundred yards when Montgomery's in there. It, it, it's, it's a more physical, but I, I actually, I think that works better for the play action. I think that might open up our pass game now that, you know, we've got Claypool. Pringle's finally in there. We can finally see what he's looking like. Nikhil Harry. Um, you know, our receiver room is looking better than we imagined it would look. I mean, our receiver room is not bad. It's, right. it's not a bad receiver room. You know, when we first opened at the beginning of the season it was basically darnell mooney and who the heck right mm. um but but now i mean i think you know we legitimately we have some guys that actually have performed well in the nfl in in good systems on good teams right so yeah i think it's 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 time to we don't have to make justin run as much i think we can throw the ball more and we need to and justin needs that experience I want to see him throw 30 times in the game just because not to stand there and get sacked, but I want to see, you know, quick slants, quick outs, quick comebacks, um, and some deep routes. And, and I mean, you know, you got Pringle, you've got um, uh, uh, Claypool, you've got uh, Pettis even, you've got a Mooney. I want to see eight balls going to the end zone, two for each of them. You know, pause real quick. I got a, I got a question. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm, I had a question for y'all regarding the uh, the offense, right? So we just bring Claypool here, right? Um, I think this game he had, what did he get, two catches? I think he had two targets maybe. One, one, catch. one catch. One two target. Two targets, one catch. Um I don't. I don't have a problem with it, right? If if it's if it works, it, our offense look good. Justin is moving the ball down the field. We run heavy, right? Um, how do you think that that bodes for our receiving room? Um, to my understanding, most receivers they want to get the ball, they want to be able to get yards and get stats. But what if your team is winning 
and you're not, you get what I'm saying? We were able to win this game without using a clay pool. Do you think that makes the receivers on our team feel less valued? Or do you think that does lower their value to some degree because we aren't finding them as much? Or maybe we have the talent there and we're not able to showcase it in that way. Do you think that would make receivers um, un unlikely to want to be here? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I would say in most cases it would. Uh, being a run-heavy team kind of has that connotation. That's why Lamar Jackson has such a hard time finding a top receiver, you know, getting somebody like a Devontae Adams to agree to come there by a trade or luring somebody like OBJ in free agency uh, when they've, they've got a clear need, you know, for a, for a top-flight receiver. So, yes, it does make receivers less uh, likely to come to a team with a run-first sort of offensive scheme. But when you have a top quarterback, as long as Fields keeps throwing tutties, receivers will show up. That's really what they're looking for, you know, um, is, is scoring, getting the numbers, being able to get the ball uh, when it really matters. Uh, I think we'll be fine. And I think Poles, he's committed once again, building through the draft. So that's where I think we're going to go and look. I, I would I would I would say this. I don't I, I, I yeah, sure. It's going to make it more difficult. Like. It is, uh, um, you know, it, it, it is Devontae not coming to sign up to play in Chicago. It's not happening, right? Just not with this offense. You know, he knows his numbers go through the floor. He's used to being at the top, um, you know, and other guys like him. But that's, that's not the worst thing in the world. I, I think that Poles is very smart in how he's choosing receivers. He's choosing big physical receivers to bring in that are really good at blocking for the run, which means they've already committed that I'm cool with this part of the game, right? And so he's choosing that. Now, um, do we have to, you know, I'm assuming that Getsy, just like, you know, Getsy, who, who now is letting Fields loose from a running standpoint, is going gonna, is gonna to let some of these bombs fly. You know, because but but we have to get better at pass blocking when we don't want to sit back um, on a seven step drop play that it needs three and a half seconds for the receiver to get open. And when when you know you're still not very good at pass block, right. you know, so, you know, they've got to understand as <clears throat> as the pass blocking improves, that can open up. There's still you're still not going to get a ton of catches because, you know, a if we run the ball for 250 a game, it's hard to lose if the defense plays. That, that's really, I mean, if the if the defense can hold you to 20, you don't have a prayer, right? <laughs> right? If, we, if we're running for 250. Um, but you know, so that that's that's gonna be, you're not gonna get a ton of receptions. But you know what? I mean, it's kind of like you know, the the whole deal. That, that we do have, we have some talent in that room and all of them are willing to block for the run right. and let the run go first. And, you know, I think that what we have to do is be successful. <clears throat> it's kind of like signing up to play with Allen Iverson or Michael Jordan. You know, you're not getting the ball a lot. <laughs> you're not, you know. The, as long the, as we you, win in rings, look. Jordan or Iverson is going to have the ball. Iverson's going to have it for 20 seconds after 24. Jordan's going to have it for 16 after 24. 
but people came to play top quality talent came to play with both of them because of winning yeah all right because they accepted and yeah how yeah you this a generational guy let's be if he continues to show this talent year over year he's a generational guy and you know they sign up to play running back sign up to play with tom brady (laughs) you know like knowing dude i'm not going to get a lot of action you know if i want a lot of action go to chicago right i sign up to play with tom brady i might get a couple games a year where i get to hit 100 yards but that's that's about it you know unless i break one for 75 i'm not gonna see a 100 yard game but they sign up to play with him you know because people are i think people are missing though like when fields was in Nagy's offense they were forcing him to sit there and, and be a drop back passer and there were games you know the lions game he had you know 260 yards the the Steelers game, he had like 270 yards, something like that. Like the kid can throw. Like at Ohio State, he was putting up 300 yards, six TDs through the air regularly. You know what I mean? Like he was putting he was putting numbers on people. So it's not like the kid can't do volume passing. I think what he's what Getsy is doing and what his quarterback coach Janako is doing is smart. Is they're putting him in situations that are manageable and bite sized and bringing him along slowly. And they're giving him right right now. He's proven he can be an extremely efficient. He can be Pro Bowl efficiency on limited volume, right? So the last couple of weeks, he's got like what thirteen touchdowns to what three interceptions? That's no, one interception that's, in the last three weeks. I'm I'm just saying like his his recent yeah. stretch of good play. No, right? no, I'm, I'm just but last yeah, three so weeks. Even, even last three weeks, man. It's been like one what pick. six passing touchdowns, seven passing touchdowns compared to like two one or two picks so yeah so that's pro bowl efficiency right and that's on limited volume i'm cool with that for the whole rest of the year if he can be pro bowl efficient on limited volume until 2023 great and then start giving him more volume once he's had another year of practices in the off season once you got him some more weapons once you got some better protection that's when you up the volume i really don't need to see much more than what they're doing like they're putting the ball in his hands enough they're letting him win with what he feels is his best tool at the time and that's what he needs let me so what do you guys think uh, about the defensive performance against detroit we had a defensive performance <laughs> I, I wouldn't call that a performance I would man call they put 21 on our head in the fourth quarter now granted i don't know i don't remember if the pick was into the third or was it the fourth but all I know is the defense looked absent, man. The defense looked absent. Jack Sanborn, though. And most games when we get to say, you're right. Yeah, Jack Sanborn did his thing. He definitely did his thing. But, man, it's, it's terrible to me that even when we get to say, you know, um, third down efficiency, man, look at the other teams. <laughs> it's, just, it's usually somewhere on par, man. And that's bad. That's not a that's not a recipe for success. I mean, even though we traded away our defense, a lot a lot, a lot of our defense. So that's where we need to put a put a focus on now. But man, it's rough because I remember uh, not being able to score the ball at all. And it's like overnight they figured that out, and now the defense is in the toilet. So I ain't got much to say. No, no, let me that. we have flashes. Let me hit you with this, because when you look at the numbers, the defense didn't play a bad game. We, we, they gave up a lot of points. What numbers are you talking about? The score or some other numbers? <laughs> well, realize the defense, the defense gave up 24. 
which is reasonable. Definitely when you got offense that's going 30, that's cool. The pick six flipped the game. But Jared Goff throws for 236 and one tutty. Not a big deal. Nobody on their rushing group, Jamal Williams, anybody, had four yards of carry. Everybody's under four yards of carry, three, five, three, seven. So actually, we did a good job stopping the run in general, overall, not, you know, in, at particular moments. The only player on the offense that went off was Amon Ross St. Brown. 10 catches, 119, uh, 10 catches, 119 and uh, 11 yards of carry. Because um, we can't get to the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And um, actually, that's probably the, the first time we can say that Jalen Johnson had such a bad day that, that uh, um, you know, they got in his hair. You know what I'm saying? And, and um, also, he was, he was playing injured. He's been bugged by this hip injury or whatever. Um, and then there, was, there were several bad penalties, man. I ain't trying to even go into the penalties again, man. It's starting to yeah, get Yeah, you're right. We had a ton, a ton of penalties. Um, I, I would say the biggest problem on defense, this was the front seven. And we'll, we'll talk about that later on in the episode. Um, but, man, not, the front seven had an awful showing, aside from Sam Bourne. I don't, I didn't see a defensive performance, man. It's just, I don't know, man. It, I don't know. The defense is the questionable part, man. I feel like every game, uh, I'm excited to see what Justin is doing and what the offense has been able to accomplish. But, man, like I said, on the defense, I see us having flashes. I see good plays from guys or good play from guys um, here and there. But as a unit, yeah. there's never two things happening right at the same time. I think I think that really comes down to that front seven, like we were saying. So as far as, um, you know, being being the heart and soul of a Tampa two defense, man, ours is is a very, very weak heart and a very suspect soul. Let me tell you, because, you know, you need that penetration up front to disrupt the passer up the middle. If you don't have that inside interior pass rush going that then you might as well not be out there you know what i mean um our justin jones he'll get to the quarterback on stunts around the outside which is not what a three technique is supposed to do that's not your job you know what i mean like that's we just have to manufacture that pressure because we can't get it naturally so i mean all of that the edge rushers basically non-existent travis gibson i think has two sacks on the year and he got them both in the same game um so I really had high hopes for him coming into this year, and we really haven't seen nothing to justify it. Al-Kadeem Muhammad, I don't know how this guy is still stealing checks from the Bears. This dude is, like, terrible every week. I constantly see him get washed out of run plays, non-existent on pass downs. Uh, man, we don't got nobody, nobody up front. Nick Morrow, he trying, but he's just one guy, and he's – well, Jefferson looks decent. Jefferson looks decent. And, you know, crazy as it is, our undrafted, uh, um, you know, totally undrafted uh, um, uh, free agent rookie, um, he totally led us in tackles and led us in sacks. And, man, if they hadn't stolen his pick, 
he'd have let us in. Mm-hmm. He let us in picks too. I mean, this is undrafted rookie, nine tackles, two sacks, and it, it should have been a pick. It was twelve tackles. It was nine solo. Nine, nine solo. Right, right. Okay, my bad, my bad. Yeah. yeah. So that's absurd for a guy who wasn't even good enough to be drafted. Obviously, he was, and nobody was giving him a chance because he didn't have the NFL numbers. He wasn't fast enough, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. I mean, he, he might not be straight up. No, right? no. That there. I mean, literally, he's like a four-seven guy as a linebacker, which isn't slow. But, you know, he takes the right angle. He recognizes the plays and he's a rookie, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, you don't, you don't, you, you know what? I mean, there were guys, I mean, the, 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 um, the when they had the uh, uh, strike and there were guys that made teams after the strike because they didn't have NFL numbers, but they were quality players. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't, you know, it, it's you're there's more than a number. Obviously, yeah, it's great to have a guy that runs, you know, a four three, you know, but you you know, you can have a good receiver. T.O. was not the fastest guy on the field. You know, I mean, he's, he's not T.O. slow. But he, he wasn't the fastest guy on the field. And, you know, Jerry Rice wasn't the fastest guy on the field, but they were open all the time. Mm-hmm. They could they could shake the heck out of you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's more to speed than being a good football player. I right, right. I'm just saying from the perspective of you've got an NFL defense. Yeah, we deconstructed it before the season and during the season. But if we end this season and undrafted rookie Jack Sanborn is our best defensive player other than Eddie Jackson, that's and a don't, don't leave Jaquan Brisker out of there because Brisker, Brisker is Brisker is probably rookie of the year. Brisker is, I don't know about that, man. Sauce Gardner is nuts. Okay. But, but I mean, he's he's up there in the argument, man. He's he's definitely, he's definitely he should be in a conversation, but Brisker has his uh his warts too. Um he's yeah. he hasn't been playing that well in the last few weeks in coverage. So um, you know, I want to see him step up a little bit. But I'm just saying, like, we it, it'll be great for Jack Sanborn if he's the best player to come out of this draft class on defense um not not named brisker or gordon or whatever but it would be bad for the defense yeah yeah no i i mean obviously obviously but i I think the defense is starting to gel with who they are you took away two of their captains you know mid-season and you know yeah that was and they weren't great it wasn't a great defense before you took away two of their captains and so they're starting to gel with who they are. I think, you know, we got to watch and see, you know, the, the, the Dallas game was horrific. Um, this game was not great. Um, but it, this game wasn't terrible defensively. It, it, it just wasn't the numbers. You look at the numbers. The only guy that went off for Detroit is uh, Amon Rock. That's it. Everybody else is, you you would everybody else you'd like love to have quarterbacks come in quarterback with 236 who doesn't really run the ball i ain't worried about you 236 no big deal your best running back had 59 yards but that's uh, but that's 3. all it takes 7. to put us away that yeah, was that was that's, 31 that's points the or 24 for the offense that's the problem that's the problem that's all it takes to put us away um that's the issue you know we we've got to be 
you know, we, we've got to give up less points on defense right yep. now. Right now, we're we're from a yard standpoint and from an individual performance standpoint, we're doing okay. But from a giving up points, yeah, we've been averaging a thirty burger on our head every week. <laughs> Man, we've been averaging more than that. Yeah, let's, right. let's talk about special teams for a second because wow, this is like the teams? fifth game this year that special teams has either cost us directly or played a major role in our defeat. Because we kick that extra point, we're in overtime. You know, uh, punt doesn't get blocked, we beat Miami. Um, Vilas Jones doesn't muff those punts, we probably win at least one of those two games. Like, man, like. We have to rename them not very special teams. (laughs) You know what's crazy is the kicker that we had for four, four four extra point, four field goals. While Santos was out with the personal family, uh, whatever the personal situation, he was out that game. That guy ended up on the Lions. He made his extra points. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and, and no argument, but uh, yeah. I, I, I'd roll. I will that roll hurts, with Santos. Yeah, I will I, roll I, with I'm Santos. not against Santos. I'm dump Santos over there. If you're gonna miss something, I'd rather you miss a couple extra points here and there, and never miss a field goal. I, I'll take that because. Three extra points was one. I'm not mad at Santos. I'm just saying the irony and the pain that it brings. It's tough. But but (laughs) let's talk about let's talk about the punt. Again, there's there's more to punting than just distance. There's knowing how to get the ball out of there under pressure. There's quickness of the kick, and we got rid of O'Donnell, who was a phenomenal punter, um, and and who, who who on a bad Bears teams kept us out of trouble with really good punts. And this guy's, he, you know, when he's good, he's good. But when he's bad, he's terrible. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, now we're back. I, I'm tired of this. You know, kickers last a long time. I am. I'm tired. Of, we did this with Robbie Gold. You get rid of a guy who really has this nailed down, works with the squad well, and is not too old to play the game. And, you know, you're like, all right, it's time for you to retire. We need a, a rookie so we can, what, pay less? You know, and then the rookie comes in and it hurts. It hurts. I mean, where you kick the ball, consistency of hang time. This is the thing, like, you know, even on just, on just stopping the other guys from having a run back. If I know your hang time is always 3.8 seconds, no matter how far the kick is going. Well, I know when to get there. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? I, I'm like, I timed this up, right? So I'm in this guy's face when the ball drops versus if your hang time is up and down, yeah. you know, this is, this is different. You know, we're, we're, we're taking punishment because we we're playing and then no offense to my boy Herbert, but, he ain't the blocking guy. What's he doing out there blocking on, on punt coverage? Yeah, man. Come on, let's... because he was returning kicks too, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why is he even look? Let 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 the rookie do that. Let the rookie do that. Let somebody who's bet let we got tons of rookie linebackers and stuff, not rookie linebackers, but tons of linebackers that never get on the field. Let them be on the punt block team. Come on, man. You, you Herbert should be exclusively on offense you know come on but he's out there doing it because Vela's failed 
Yeah. You know, let, let's do, but he, but you could go to Ebner, go to Ebner, let Ebner do it. Let, let Ebner's him prove. done a few and he hasn't been great either. That's kind yeah, of but there's a different, did he, did he drop the ball? Ebner, no. Yeah, right. So then let him return the punt until he learns how to do it better. If he's if he's not costing us the game, but he might be costing us five yards. But you're but you're probably then running into a situation where you lose the locker room a little bit because the players that are performing the best in practice situations aren't the ones that you put the ball in their hands in a game situation. And I can understand from a coaching perspective the difference between you know how you want to how you want to play guys and the difference that maybe the gm has that's why Vilas jones and Nikhil harry are scratches when you really like as a gm you got to find out like do i need to replace these guys well you you did because if they're if they're healthy scratches that's already a sentence right you know like 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 <laughs> you're going into a you're going into an auto race. <laughs> you ain't you ain't you ain't scratching our boy and his Mercedes. <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, yeah, right, true. right, right. You true, know, true. you. It's like no, we don't need him on it. You're crazy. You know, mm-hmm. you're going in, you, you play, you playing some NBA 2K, and uh, you play, actually not 2K. You playing some 1990s NBA basketball. Uh, on the video game, are you going to be like, no, I don't want Jordan on my team? Come on, man. It's, it's, are it's you saying you- that because you're so old, you don't know any current players? It, it sounded like oh. that. It sounded like that. Oh. It sounded like that. No, I'm not saying that Let's because talk about Live 95. Well, there we go. <laughs> he talk about NBA Jam. That's what he talk about. There we go. NBA Jam. Yeah. 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 That's the, the last game he remembers. <laughs> hey, man, you know man, what? There's right. nobody worth getting now, right? You know, uh, oh, oh, oh man, the kid John Moran is nice. John Moran is nice. Let him win some. <laughs> Let, right. But uh, you know um, what I'm saying? I mean, that that's the bottom line. You know, if, if you literally are a healthy scratch, then what man, you're 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 what practice squad. Mm-hmm. See you. You practice squad. So let's so let's talk about this receiver room because. Now this is, you know, they've come up again. Um, do we do we think that we have even the building blocks of long-term success there? Byron Pringle has been largely a disappointment when he's been able to be on the field and a bigger disappointment because he hasn't been able to be on the field. Uh, EQ is who the Green Bay Packers thought he was. Um, Dante Pettis you know he's he he's you know he shows up sometimes but he's not a difference maker um you know Vilas Jones his struggles are well documented the only real guy the only person who's really lived up at all to the billing prior to the season is Mooney and he's had his struggles this year too so um you know obviously we've added Chase and we don't know how that's going to play out yet but i mean it's looking more and more like we need even more help in this room Hey, I mean, flat out, when you look at the uh, receiver room, that, that obviously, we know we need help. We know we need help. Um, you know, when you sit and look at it, um, Darnell Mooney, not a bad year so far. I mean, the beginning of the year was terrible. It was flat out horrible. Um, you know, he, he's, you know, what does he have? 36 catches, 
So he's averaging three and a half catches a game. He's got uh 464 and he's only got one touch. That ain't a number one. Let's just let's just tell the truth. Is but we're also not throwing the ball. So, you know, that that's only partially his fault. Um, you know, you I I, I think Mooney, yeah, I'm moving forward. I'm not moving away from Mooney. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chase Claypool, I'm gonna ride out his next con. If, if he's, you know, if, if he develops a rhythm with Justin, I'm re-signing him long-term. If he doesn't, I'm going to write out his next contract. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, we got a bargain. We got a bargain on Claypool. Um, you know, you talk about Nikhil Harry. You talk about uh, EQ. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm going to – I'm. I'm going to insist that EQ moves in with Mooney over the off season. He's got to learn how to catch because EQ, if he had more sure hands would be, you know, fine as a number three or number four on our office, we need big blocking receivers. And, you know, again, I know catching the ball is the receiver's first job, but I'm going to give him the off season to see if he can't learn how to catch the ball at this late date in his career. Dude, he's, um, he's about to be 28. He's had a ton of off seasons. And yeah. I don't know if I don't know if Mooney is taking applications for roommates right now. So I don't know if that's <laughs> he needs to just buy his own jugs machine. The dude has probably got more money than all of us combined, so he can afford it. So I mean Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do with that? And Byron Pringle, um, again, yeah, his availability is a problem. He needs to show something phenomenal in this next half of the season. He yeah. needs to turn some short passes into touchdowns. He needs to be that guy that can catch a 10-yarder and look like he did in Kansas City. Um, if he is, then I think we have the makings of a room if we've got Mooney, Claypool, and Pringle. If Pringle can fight for one of the starting two jobs, then I, I think we got them. But we still... I'd like to see a top flight receiver. I'd like to see us find that Jefferson Chase level rookie. You drop that. You Vince drop Lamar a guy. Jefferson, that's a tall ass. But man, I love that. <laughs> well, uh, think about when Jefferson was a rookie. He was a phenomenal rookie. Chase, uh, um, Jamar Chase, phenomenal rookie. You know, drop somebody in there that is going to make Mooney, Claypool, and uh, Pringle. Uh, work their rear ends off because it's like, dude, this guy's about to take our job. <laughs> you know, that's what I want to see. I want to see that level of receiver that is just like where Justin just wants to sit in the pocket. You know, it's like, man, I'm great running, but this guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, and that's and that's what we need to keep Justin upright because you know, man, I watched his like press conference where he was talking about, man, he's just he's just he just didn't have any juice left at the end of that game. We're like, Oh, you know, why are you in the pocket or whatever? I mean, after he was unbusted 150 yards worth of runs, the man is tired. The man yeah. is tired. And, and eventually that wear and tear is going to break those legs down. And if we want to prevent that, man, we gotta, we gotta do something about it. And we got to right. give him some guys that are as athletic as him on the outside. So I think that was the start of what, you know, we kind of tried to do with, Ch with Chase Claypool. Um, We'll see. Hey, man, and hence my question. This is why I asked, because 
in my opinion, man, I think a lot of times these guys probably, I mean, they're there for a reason. They, 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 they made it into the NFL. So they obviously have some skills that somebody thinks are good enough to, to be there. Um, and oftentimes I think they probably sit back and say, hey, well, I'm only getting this many looks. I'm only able to get the ball this many times. And I can't necessarily argue with that. I mean, I feel like as a professional, I feel like, like you said, 28 years old, you should be able to catch the ball. But I mean, what is it to be said when you're not able to get the ball? You're not able to give somebody those reps that you would want from a, you get what I'm saying? When you have a receiver like that. Now, granted, the receiver's got to be able to get open and it all goes um, to what we talked about, about the the, the offensive line and, and pass protection, all those things. Um, and I guess that's, that's my concern. Like how, what will the attitude of those receivers be moving forward? You get what I'm saying? Will they want to be here? Will, will, uh, what will it take for us to actually be able to put it all in their hands to say, Hey, now it, now it's on you where we're getting you the ball. We're getting you the, we have the protection. You have time to get to these routes. You're just not our guy. And, um, you get what I'm saying? I think there's a thin line between the, between that spot and, and where we're at now. Um, I, I like Mooney. I, I think Claypool can can be uh, really helpful to us, um, but I don't want to lose them as well without being able to actually give them the opportunities that they that they need. You get what I'm saying to actually uh, have an opportunity to be those guys because I don't think we're going to get anybody else that wants to come here. Like you said, somebody that's used to being the man, getting their catches, getting their targets, and getting their touchdowns, and we're we're not even able to move the ball like that. So I think it's imperative that we're able to keep the guys that we have, um, the, the, the ones that are that are working, right? The ones that are uh, good enough to be here. I think it's important to keep them. I just, I just wonder sometimes what the attitudes of those guys could be when we're not able to actually use them to their full uh, potential. Mm. Well, I mean, look, first of all, when you look, you've got Pringles on a one year, EQs on a one year, um, Dante Pettis is on a one year. Um, those boys ain't coming back. They, they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, those boys, those boys are basically cutting themselves. I mean, yeah. I, I honestly, I got to move away from those guys. Maybe again, EQ's got the most performance out of all of them. So, you know, now again, Pringle probably has the most talent out of all of them. He needs to step up. He needs to make this half of the season. Like, man, you should have been out there. You know, he needs to come for Mooney's job. He needs yeah. to come for Mooney's job. He needs to be like, dude, if you're only going to throw it 12 times a game, six of them need to be me. And, and that's the way Pringle needs to come at it, you know. Um, but he's only on a one year. So, you know, honestly, the, the, the only people we have moving forward are really Mooney and Claypool, um, which – I'm not mad about that. I'm not mad about that. Maybe if Mooney Claypool, one of those guys survive and, you know, Vellis should be on a practice squad, man. He's, you got three catches and he's just not ready yet. You can't and put a guy not, like that on a practice squad. Somebody will snatch him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I hear you. I hear you, but he's too fast. He's too fast. Hey, Somebody, come on. Yeah. on the note of this game though, man, we need, I need to show some love to my boy. We, I need to go in the huddle. Y'all know who I'm talking about. My boy, what is it? Five touchdowns in two, three games, three games, yep. five touchdowns. Oh, yep. commit. Cole commit, man. Oh, commit. Cole man. commit. Man. We've been finding, man. It's, it's crazy because at the beginning of the season, I was like, man, where is Cole commit? When are we going to find him? Where is he at? Why isn't he not getting the ball? And man, he's just been lighting it up lately. And I'm glad Fields is able to, to find him out there like that because I always like Cole commit. Hey. 
zero receptions game one, zero receptions game two. Um, he had a nice game against Minnesota, but it wasn't a big deal. Four catches, 45 yards. That was probably before these last few weeks. And then, yep, had the touchdown in Dallas, two touchdowns against Miami, two touchdowns against Detroit. Um, man, you, He's you finally talking showing about... up, showing off that potential he has man. as his own weapon with all that size and and uh, you know that athletic ability from that, you know that size yeah. strength that he has. Man, yep. it's hard to find a guy that big that moves that well, you know. So uh, that fifty-yard touchdown when he spun around to catch that ball, like that was man, and kept his feet, ran off, like man, yeah. solid yeah. play from him. Man, right. man, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he's only got coming up on 274 in the year, but he's got five touchdowns. Look, last year he had 600 yards and no touchdowns. Yeah. If he ends this year with 550 and 10 touchdowns, I'd rather have that because touchdowns are worth points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, right. and, and that opens up uh, lanes. It opens up lanes because – especially as you get toward the red zone, you got to find them. You got to find them. Otherwise, JF will find them. Yep. And, and, and that's a beautiful thing, man. Look, I'd like to see old boy finish the year with 11 t- tutties. Just, It'd be nice. Yeah. Just get two touchdowns a game for the rest of the year. Boom. Man, and, and, and I'm not gonna lie to you, man. The, the run has been so wicked, man. He came so wide open on the one you were just the touchdown you were just talking about, man. He came so wide. The run is so dangerous. <laughs> it's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. So now he's just out there having a field day. Man, man. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the safeties have to leave him alone. And yeah. I think the other thing is now that we have people that are a threat, the the Chase Claypools out there along with Mooney. That second safety can't keep an eye on 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 uh, um, commit unless that's his responsibility. Right. If if it if it's a linebacker that's his responsibility, they're like, dude, you got to cover. Him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to cover him, man. It's, and it's so much stress Komet, on the defense too. Commit's beating linebackers. I mean, that's that's he he he's he may not be able to beat the best coverage guys in the league, and we've kind of seen that. But he's smoking some linebackers and one on one against the safety. I'll take commit. Yeah, and, and, and I'll put a qualifier on that sentence from you. I'll say yet he may not be able to beat the best coverage guys yet. But again, the dude is twenty three. He's already been in the league three years. Yeah. He is young. His best football is ahead of him, and that's why I've always told people, you know, keep your head up on Cole Komet because. Man, the kid is hungry to learn. He's gone to all the tight end U's where Travis Kelsey and uh, uh, George Kittle and whatnot are running all these uh, receiver programs for the tight ends, teaching these young cats how to do what they do. He's been in all of them, all of them. So he's he's going, you know, just like Greg Olson, sometimes it'll take a while. Tight ends got to learn how to block defensive ends. They got to learn the protection sets. They got to learn how to pass block. They got to learn how to run routes like receivers. They got to learn how to high point the ball, catch all the different men. There's so much that goes there, in. There's that. a lot. And think about this. To learn. You talk about commit. We talk about the number one run offense in the NFL, the number one run offense. In no small part, that man is out on the field blocking from Montgomery and Herbert, and he's still he's in his blocks. Or if he doesn't, that that they don't get out the backfield. Yep, yep. 
He's you know, he's that defensive it. end is coming. He's got to seal that block for that linebacker, that defensive end, and he's getting it accomplished. And mm-hmm. I mean, we're running like crazy. And so he's getting his blocks. And, you know, honestly, in a, in an offense that doesn't pass a lot, um, he gets five, 600, I mean, five, 600 yards for a tight end is, is decent. It's decent, but you get five, 600 yards and five TDs, you're doing good. And he's got five teddies in three games, <laughs> three games. He's got five teddies, yeah. you know, man, he's, and we got seven games left. Don't let him catch a touchdown in each of these next seven games. And this is, and this is another thing, man, that it's just unlocked by Fields' athleticism, man. Like just to go back to that basketball analogy, having one guy who's hyper athletic on your team is great, but being able to put, two guys on the floor together that can play that two-man game to perfection, that's how you get really elite offense. That's what Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey do. That's what uh, uh, Tom Brady did with Gronk for all those years. Like once, once Komet and Fields really get their chemistry down and they really get that two-man game down, you'll see them just manipulate guys. You'll just see yep. them straight yep. up. Just, they'll see, they'll know what the other person is doing and it'll be a wrap. And yep, we're starting yep. to see that. We're starting to see that. And and we've got to see that, you know, I think that'll develop with Claypool. I don't, I don't see that not developing with Claypool. You know, honestly, I'm okay with Claypool getting one catch last game because um you we were targeting Komet. Komet got seven targets, his most targets all year. And it, it paid off because he caught four for two touchdowns. It, it, it dude give him 10 (laughs) (laughs) let him catch seven for three touchdowns (laughs) you know know, i'm cool with that spread spread the spread the wealth that's enough uh for one guy but you know boom that that's 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 that is a great back-to-back four touchdowns in two weeks man yeah uh and this guy out of notre dame Former teammates with EQ and Claypool, he's having a ball on that field. Yeah, <laughs> he's having a ball on that field uh, out here. You know, just uh, you know, less than two hours from where they played college, having a ball. You know, I'm sure when they were at Notre Dame, they were dreaming about being in Soldier Field playing some ball, and now they're like, touchdown, touchdown, <laughs> right? You know. Yeah, so let's let's look ahead maybe a little bit to the Falcons coming up. Um, you know, are we are we gonna be crippled without Herbert? Are we gonna open the pass up more? Uh, how do you see that game going? Um, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of similar, man. I think we got a good formula going. I think Justin Fields is gonna set the tone. I still think we'll run the ball well. I think Montgomery, we've seen him in the past, um, have great running days. Um Herbert has looked a little bit better this year, but I think uh, Montgomery within the, the within the offense, the way it gets rolling, he still looks great at times as well. Um, I don't know. I just think that uh, as long as we stick to the to formula we've been having, I think he'll just fill in and probably just carry more of the load. Um, like you and Unc said, maybe we'll see a little bit of Hebner, uh, you know, the, the rookie uh, backup. Maybe we'll see some more of him. Hopefully he can, uh, you know, just fill in. Um, I think the O-line does pretty good with the, in, in the run block. So um, I think we should be straight. I don't think we're going to notice um, any steps back in the run in the offense. Okay. 
I tell you what, um, the Falcons, the Falcons, their their run defense isn't terrible. Their run defense is is not. Their run offense is far better than their run defense. Um, their pass uh, uh, defense kind of sucks. Um, it's not terrible, but it, it's not good. So, you know, I mean, if I'm looking at these stats, I'm going to open up with a whole bunch of dink and dunks. I'm going to open up like we did a few games ago where I'm just going to get Justin into a rhythm, a bunch of short passes, see if we can march down the field, uh, field, get us into inside the five, then I'm giving it to Demo and get him started, get him charged in and and, kind of get him fired up. But I'm going to throw the ball maybe – eight times a first drive if I can, you know, stay ahead of the chains doing it. Um, and, 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 you know, obviously Justin has a green light to run when he, when, when it's wide open, but you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to probably in that first drive, I want to see Mooney catch one Claypool catch one. I want to see Komet catch one and I want to see Pringle catch one and I want to see Demo catch one. And I want to see, um, uh, uh, the rookie running back. I keep forgetting his name. Um, Ebner. 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 I want to see him catch. I want to see him move that ball around, move the get get the get these guys involved, catching the ball. And you know, hey, if you need to run to make a third down run, make get the third down, keep the ball moving. Let's drive the ball downfield. Let's take advantage of a mediocre pass defense, and let's let's throw the ball and let's let's get into a rhythm. And, you know, then let's run the ball more to take the ball, you know, take the game away, put, put a blasting game in there and blast away, you know, cause we, <laughs> we're tough. We're tough. You, you got blasting game in there with commit and the, and the front five, they're going to get tired of a, of a, of a diet of, of Herbert and give him 20. Let Justin, let Justin rest his legs. Let, let Justin re- relax. I would and, very much like to see that. Yeah, give him a dot 20, 25 carries to Demo. Let Demo let Demo get 189 yards or 200 yards on the ground. And, and two can. touches. If he can. And, right. and I think he can. Let it let him let's go. I mean, he, we know he can. You know, let's let's set it up and let's go. Um, and yeah, yeah, work Ebner in there. Let's see if he can get something done. But I don't want to see Ebner on third down. No, no, I don't want to see him there. They, they don't, let's not get silly. I want to see us. I want to see <laughs> not get silly. Let's <laughs> not be stupid now. <laughs> I want to see us throw the ball more um, this coming game. I want to see us give Claypool a bigger target shot. I think he only had 19 total snaps played on offense last game. And, you know, obviously he's still learning the playbook. But three weeks is about a good length of time to have a decent package in for yourself. Um, I, I want to see him. I want to see what he could do. I want to see Justin let it rip. Um, and you know, it doesn't have he doesn't have to throw the ball 35 times, but um, you know, is we're definitely gonna need to lean on his arm more than we have in the past if we want any chance of winning this game. And uh, you know, the Falcons are a very beatable opponent. So um, you know, yeah, yeah, see what he can do. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know, just 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 by the numbers, um, they're like the fourth ranked run defense. Um, but, you know, they're from a passing defense. Um, you know, they're, they're like the uh, uh, 
are they the third man 30th ranked passing defense <laughs> so we should be able to i mean if we can't throw the ball against these guys that's not that's not good that's with a number one run offense in the league with the number run one run off anyway I don't want to we, can, we can run the ball it may be a little bit more of a fight but okay we can run yeah, the ball we'll be okay we got we'll justin okay. fields out there man it's we'll be okay. Fight. They don't even be knowing what's going on when he takes off. <laughs> and, then and then he's gone. So we got hey. we get a hundred yards of confusion. <laughs> and as good as their run defense is showing up in the numbers, they're still giving up four point four carry. And right. you don't want to face us giving up four point four carry because Demo or Herbert, they don't know how to not get ten on first down. <laughs> you know, it's like. All right, we're gonna balance the offense, dude. You keep getting to the sticks, <laughs> you know. Yeah, you know. So, um, I feel good about that. Um, hey, there's somebody else. We we haven't said a lot about Sanborn. We said a little bit about him. Mm-hmm. I still, I'm, I'm still blown away. Two sacks. Yeah, the pick. Pretty good. That was a good game. L- leading the D in tackles. Man, come back, do it again. Mm-hmm. Right, that's so what I want to see from him. Come just, back, do it again. On, just build on that performance. Come back, do it again. You know, he's. It, I saw some plays, you know, and where he, you know, took some false steps. You know, uh, got out of position a little bit. Still played like a rookie a little bit, but overall, very positive from Sanborn. Very, very. I mean, let's obviously like Roquan. He was the best player on our defense, but this guy is is taking it nobody told Sanborn that he's not supposed to be able to fill those shoes <laughs> yeah. yeah he doesn't know he should and that's how he should play right absolutely say he should play yeah, no nobody nobody told him hey dude there's no way you fill this guy's shoes you know mm-hmm. and next Sanborn, man up. Yeah. yeah next man up you know Sanborn's yeah. like hey I played I played D1 college football too right. <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. I went out and tackled somebody. I tackled Justin. (laughs) Right. He did Wisconsin. He tackled (laughs) Justin. So you're like, no, no, I know I know how to tackle some people. I done tackled that boy, and y'all have a hard time doing it. (laughs) Everybody has a hard time. Right. Everybody. Right. So man, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Man. Well, I'm uncle. Nephew. I'm son. And we're We're talking talking bears. bears. Yes, sir. All right.